Welcome to Wonder Twins! I'm Jane. And I'm Jonathan. And this is our podcast. Where we talk about these strange voices we're doing. What is this even now? Hello and welcome to another episode of Wonder Twins. Uh, Today, exciting news. In an incredible feat of preparedness, we discussed what we wanted to talk about prior to hitting record. This is big. This is really big. This is unprecedented. I'd agree. There's really no great way to lead into this. I don't have any like topical hooks for this one. So I'm just going to toss it up in the air and I want you to hit it. Okay, ready for this? All right. Keanu Reeves, good human being or devil spawn? I've prepared for this, actually. Please. Um, okay, so Keanu Reeves. He's been popping up in articles. I've been seeing him on BuzzFeed, uh, MSNBC, Salt of the Earth, apparently. I thought you weren't supposed to salt Earth. I thought that was like a way to ensure that your enemy's crops never regrew. I do know that he's the salt of the Earth, and I don't care about whatever you just said. Fair. Yeah. So, Keanu Reeves, I looked up a few things on why people say, you know, he's a great human. So, Keanu Reeves... Is that how they say it? Yeah, they're always like, he's a great human. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're they're inside a water balloon. (laughs) And they're all vampires. Rolling through life saying, he's a great human. He looks a little bit like a vampire, actually, when you think about it. He does. He plays that role a lot. Because he's white and has dark hair. I feel like that's... (laughs) That's No, whenever... Whenever you're like, oh... They look like a vampire. It's always pretty white, dark hair. Apparently that's all it takes. And spooky. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean. And male, which is my problem. I don't have anything. <laughs> I really thought we were about to embark on some kind of rant. Political journey. No, no. It just no. was the beginning. It was just like a placeholder, like insert political rant here. We'll edit that back in later. Yeah, but yeah. it's just me sounding like the Tasmanian devil. Like, <laughs> or the little baby person in the wild thornberries. What was that guy's name? Donnie? Donnie. He was always like... <laughs> Man, what a pull. Okay, uh, I believe we were talking about Keanu Reeves. Yes, so Keanu Reeves. I got bullet points. I like to keep it to the point. You, you have bullet points. Yes. So, number one fact. Reason people love Keanu Reeves. This bitch rides the subway. You wow. heard it. You heard it here first, or one hundred. I definitely heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. you heard it here and first. Knowing our current clientele of listeners, they probably heard it here first too. So yeah, he. Uh, you know, he's got a large net worth, over a hundred million dollars of net worth. All that money. Yeah. And this guy's riding the subway. I mean, that is just, and and that's when this. If he were to run for president, that's what people would say. He's just like us. He rides the subway. You know what? He's just a guy. Just like you know how else. I mean, I think it's pretty statistically defensible that most people in the United States do ride the subway. I disagree. How many? That was the joke. Oh. <laughs> I don't. He's just fine. like he's just like us in rural America. He rides the subway to the farm. He rides. Okay. He rides the yeah. subway. I see. <laughs> I, well, he's going for that blue vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The blue vote? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Did what you I, mean the blue collar vote? No, I'm saying the blue vote. <laughs> Is the, that like the, the blue note? No, the democratic vote. The blue vote. Yeah, that's what people say. 
Okay, more, I so, assume okay. you have more bullets. He does. He has a secret cancer foundation. And I don't like the way they said secret. <laughs> okay, I have to, I have to clarify. Because I, I can't tell, is it secret cancer? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Is it a foundation for exactly. secret cancer? We are brother and sister. <laughs> I read it exact, and I was like, ah. Oh my gosh! Okay, he's got anyway. Keanisman's disease. No. Like, oh no! Yeah, I I didn't secret cancer. Yeah, no. So that'd I'm be a assuming, cool band. I see. No secret cancer. That would be a song, not a band. Secret you know how cancer. bands often sing their own band name in their songs. Okay, well, uh, it sounds like the title track to a movie. Yeah, you know but how like, movies have title tracks. <laughs> They do. They do. Uh, okay, okay, so anyways, anyway. he, now this is, get ready for this. He, Keanu Reeves takes pay cuts. Apparently he's done this numerous times. He takes pay cuts to give other people money on set. Like he wants all the pay to be more, more equitable Like He took a $2 million pay cut because they wanted Al Pacino to star in some movie. And he took $2 million off of his pay to give to Al Pacino so they could get Al Pacino, which kind of makes Al Pacino sound like an ass. But Yeah, I was ready for this story to be, and no offense to Keanu Reeves, who honestly sounds like he is doing great things. I was, you know, in my my brain space, mm-hmm. my, like, you know, look-ahead narrative sense was like, oh, Keanu Reeves is taking a pay cut so that, you know, less uh, actors from backgrounds that are not as well yeah. represented are able to get equitable pay. Uh, women, African-American actors, uh, actors from countries that are not normally represented in film. Uh, no, old white men. Just so other old white men <laughs> can yeah. be in the movie with him. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But, you know, it's the no, thought it's that No, it's not that it's not generous. It's that I was, I think the bar has gone, become higher in the last decade. Yeah, I don't think that anyone's, I, well, I mean, apparently they are on whatever website I read this on. He's so generous. He's so, he is so generous. For just three dollars a day, folks, this Al Pacino can have <laughs> can have steady food. Al Pacino himself can is he like actually no, I'm not gonna ask that because I know it's a dumb question. Or were you gonna ask if he was alive? I was gonna ask if he was actually in the mob. No. Okay. I don't Why would he, he be in the actual he mob? He has the type. I guess that would that's, be a big out. <laughs> that's like I wanna say it's racist, but Italian's not a race. Like Italian American, although I mean it's a demographic, it's demographicist, demographist. All right, sorry, Al. I know that you're, you know, just super concerned about what little baby Jane thinks of you. Yeah, we know Al Pacino, longtime listener, first time caller, longtime listener. Yeah. Um. So any, I got one more thing about about our pal Keanu. Oh, I can't wait. Um, he hangs out with homeless people, but not to be noticed. He just does it. Like he just spends time with people who are less fortunate and I didn't say less it. fortunate. I said homeless. Yeah, okay. You gotta look that, that is, straight in the eye. Yeah, yeah. I know you know what? I agree with you. Uh people who are homeless, uh they tend to get ignored. People tend to look right over them. People don't want to be associated with them, but Keanu Reeves, despite his wealth and prominence, spends time with them, not so that he can, you know, have a picture taken of that or get notoriety, just because he believes it's a good thing to do. That's correct. Okay. Keanu, right. he's either so good that he is Jesus on earth, or he's so mysteriously good that he's the Antichrist. Those are the only two. This is what happens when you go to Christian high school. 
is that anybody who gains any notoriety or ever does anything good or that you think you might like as a human might be the Antichrist. That's, that is the legacy of my middle and high school education is that, oh, that guy seems pretty cool. Probably the Antichrist. You acting so like aloof and funny about the Antichrist. Now I'm suspicious of you. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly. Come to think of it. I've never seen Jonathan and the Antichrist in the room at the same time. Yeah, the Antichrist would just say something like that. The Antichrist would say something just like that. He would giggle and he'd say, oh, you're so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Be right back. I have to go broker peace in the Middle East. So, I would love to know, uh, I have never seen Keanu in anything. Do you. You've never seen a Keanu Reeves movie? What's he been in? What's he been in? John Wick. Uh, what was like the. The time before time? Uh, Matrix. You couldn't remember the title of the movie, The Matrix. It's like four hours long. There's three of them. There's at least. three of them. That's yes. like nine hours of movie. Then that. How long do you think movies are? An hour and a half. Okay, I'm just gonna let that one go. Um, yeah, Keanu Reeves. I remember him most from The Matrix. He's had a long and storied career. You know what? Uh, people can deal with some typing noises. I want you to IMDb that right now. You're going to be flabbergasted. Astound amazed. All right. He was in Rain, the miniseries. His character name, John Rain. Wow. No, no, no. Okay, you're, you're, are you looking at shit in pre-production? Go back to the beginning. I need like mid to late 90s Keanu Reeves. Okay. Mid 80s Keanu. Starred in Hanging In as Teen Client. You can't, you can't just read the shit that no one's heard of. Look for, look for titles you've heard of. He was in Night Heat as Thug Number One. Yeah, this is before he got his big break. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, never, I mean, never classic. seen it. Never classic. Seen it. Boy, Bill and Ted have had quite the saga. Uh, he was Jeff in Paula Abdul, Rush Rush. He was Ortiz the dog boy in Freaked. Yeah, now that we're reading through Keanu Reeves' actual IMDb, I am also underwhelmed. Okay, he was Neo in The Matrix. Yeah, that was a big deal. That was a okay. big, yeah. Uh, Career making, you might Connor say. Connor O'Neill in Hardball. Didn't see it. Oh, he was Julian Mercer in Something's Gotta Give. Classic. 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 Uh, he was Keanu in the movie Keanu. You know, it hadn't occurred to me when I made this really funny goof about, like, making Jane look up the IMDb of Keanu Reeves that Keanu Reeves was actually only in the two things I know that Keanu Reeves was in. You're correct. But, you know, we've learned Keanu Reeves, a great human being and a real hero. I like him. I like him. I'll, okay. I'll just talk well, you know what? This is a, you know, we're trying on many hats for this podcast, trying to figure out, you know, what is our identity? What do we want to be when we become, become an adult podcast? I mean, the podcast that... <laughs> Um, Asterisk, I just gave John the excuse me. <laughs> a grown-up podcast. Uh, sounds worse somehow. What? What anyway. is this, fucking Rugrat? <laughs> all grown up. Wonder Twins, all grown up. Gosh. Uh, anyway, what I'm saying is, you know, maybe this is a shout-out podcast. So do you have any words of encouragement for Keanu Reeves? Keanu, I think that you've had a really great career. Um... Based on just a cursory IMDb search. Yeah. I think, um, I think you need to start just before you throw in the towel, 
If that's something you're considering uh, on your he's, career. I think in his 40s. Why yeah. would he be? Oh, he's in his 40s? Wow. So uh, he needs <laughs> to come. Yeah. <laughs> Kiana, if I were to say one thing to you, it'd be, um, can you help me get famous? <laughs> if I had any advice for you, Kiana, it would be just to spend more time thinking about how you could improve my particular situation as an individual. I'm just putting it out there. So, Keanu, I, uh, first off, hey, I hear you, I see you, and you're loved. But you know what would make me love you a little more? Some money. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I think that's unfair to ask. That's all I got about Keanu Reeves. And next week, <laughs> we'll have another, let's see how long this was, we'll have another 16-minute segment on Keanu Reeves. Yeah, oh, this is just a new thing for the podcast. Uh, yep. Yeah, we're just going to call it now. I'm just going to ship Jane and Keanu Reeves podcast buds. I would love nothing more. Think of my clout. Yeah, with a K. I'd be on um, clout nine. <laughs> oh, wow. So, with my thoughts on Keanu... I, I had to do some some searching, you know, on Google. Did you... Is this going to be about you Googling yourself? Because I don't know that needed I, that level of buildup. I did not Google myself, no. Okay. I did some soul searching for oh. myself. Okay. Which involved looking at my horoscope. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. I was so excited. Uh, let me, let's look it up, actually. What is my horoscope? Do you know what your sign is? Yeah. Duh. I used to be a Taurus and now I'm something different because they fucking changed it. <laughs> and so I, I just stopped. I just opted out. Okay, so my horoscope for today is that... Nope, don't want that That one. sound is just really great <laughs> for the mic. Yeah. Uh, oh, woo Okay. June 23rd, 2019. Taurus. Powerful personalities surround you today, and you could get lost in the crowd unless you know whom to align yourself with. Avoid the preachy types of people. They won't pay attention to anyone's point of view besides their own. Instead, form an alliance with the grounded people. They're talking about ants? <laughs> oh, fuck. John, wait, wait, wait. Who understand that teamwork is way better to get things done. That is ants. Is, did ants write this? I think they did. Oh, these people want to hear your input and utilize your ideas. Uh, yeah, because I can move a cracker a lot faster than you guys. Oh, my God. The ants go marching one by one. Hurrah, hurrah. Go marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. The 
Leon's go marching one by one. The little one stops to pay close attention to his friends today because one of them may be going through a tough time and need a little extra support and attention. There's a Taurus, you could gather several buddies together for an impromptu lunch or something. Because your friendships are a treasure to be cherished and nurtured. I'm sure there are you, some really have good you never horoscopes. Have horoscope before? No, I'm sure, but like a lot of people... Next, let me get you a bag of fortune cookies. They're real specific. No, I've, like a lot of people have, you know, read their horoscope and they're very like aligned and they love it and everything. So I don't, I don't quite know. I think that's just the law do. of large numbers. Uh, yes, probably. Anyways, I actually did do some soul searching this week. I had a qualitative survey done with an Enneagram coach. What does that mean? It means that I didn't just take the test. I took like a 240 question survey. That seems like too many questions. I needed them all, okay? Okay. And they all great. mattered. Yeah. Just like ants, they can only move the rock if all 240. Never mind. So <laughs> uh, I did the 240 question test, and then I had an interview with an Enneagram coach who did more like, hey, what makes you happy? And I had to answer that. And, and then your there answer were... was? So let me preface. Okay, I am, great. I'm going to sit back. I just want you to tell the story. I am a happy person, okay? <laughs> Things happy people don't say. <laughs> uh, okay. So now you're putting the flame on me, Antichrist no, boy. No, no, I'm just saying. Like, anytime I say, listen... I'm really a happy person. I feel pretty happy, okay? I, I think I live a good life. I feel, uh, yeah, I, I feel good, okay? I feel good. Great. So I uh, take this qualitative survey thing. She's asking me, like, okay, so when was the last time you found yourself to be truly happy? And I literally was like, uh. <laughs> uh so because I... And this kind of ties into it, actually. Uh, I struggle to know, like, when I am most happy because it turns out I'm an Enneagram 3. And 3s are very, like, competitive and uh, focused on, like, doing the best and achieving. So whatever, like, idea of happiness I have in my head, it may not be achievable. So, like, in moments where I'm like, oh, that was really fun... I may not think of it as being that fun because I'm all I'm thinking about was 
was I spending my time as wisely as other people were? Were, I, were other I, people having more fun doing other things? That's what was so weird about it was because she asked me, like, when was the last time you were happy or, like, had a lot of fun or, you know, where are you happiest? And I thought, like, Bleh. And the first thing I thought was, wait, are other people happier than me? <laughs> Damn it. Are they better than me in their <laughs> happiness? No one can be happier than me. So it turns out that I I feel happy but sometimes my happiness is based on, like, if I'm hitting the bar for happiness that someone else has set. So I see. This is, like, achievement unlocked. You've reached the requisite level of happy to be considered happy. Yeah, I want to know what the bar is. I have a very uh, close relationship with the bar. <laughs> the bar and I probably FaceTime once or twice a week. I <laughs> uh, hang out a lot. Hit up happy hours. Yeah, so I, it's very, very strange. I learned a lot of things about myself, um, but I, I think something that's important to know if you've ever taken the Enneagram or you know anything about it, it is something that is used to guide you in your pursuit of knowing more about yourself, but it is not the the only thing that should guide you. You should be you know, in, in touch with who you are and what your tendencies are outside of a test that you take. So, like, if you take the test, don't don't read too too into it. I think mean, I find it helpful, but I would not say like, given that I'm an Enneagram three, these are the things I know to be true. Yeah, I mean, don't, for instance, like, uh, record a podcast where you talk specifically about what Enneagram number you are. Yeah, John, do you just want to talk the rest of the podcast? <laughs> I prepared things. Yeah, you I did. took screenshots. You did. You I did. sent myself stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now you talk, you talk. Go have at it. So you, I remember you telling me a story about uh, uh, having conversations with people about your Enneagram. Yeah. I mean, what has that been like? I mean, like, do you, has, has learning that you are an Enneagram 3 or finally having some clarity on which of the motivational styles you mm. most identify with, has that affected like how you deal in normal life or is it just like a cool thing to know? No, I... I think that it is helpful, uh, and it, it, like it also is a cool thing to know, obviously. But it's been helpful in like learning new things about me that had maybe been a little hidden. So the first time I tested for the enneagram, I came back as a two, which is like you're so helpful and like you're uh, has like a lot of maternal caring instincts and yeah. tendencies. Turns out, you know, it. f that shit. You just want to win at helping. Yes, <laughs> that is exactly true. I want to be the best helper there's ever been. I, yes. I, I want to be the very best. I have that tendency. The biggest thing Gotta help that them I, all. The biggest thing that I learned, uh, what's, or what's cool in general about the Enneagram is you don't necessarily learn like new things about yourself. You, what was cool for me is I, I realized like, oh, not everyone else has this competitive nature. Hmm. Like not everyone else is driven by being the best or being the in the highest regard or, or whatever. Uh, but I'm very driven by that, which makes me like a higher achiever. I want to be the most helpful or um, the most competent, the person who can, you know, triangulate information to create the most optimal method of getting something done. Like I'm, I'm all for that stuff. And some people are like, no, I just want to be loyal to the person I work for or loyal to my spouse or friends, uh, which like that's important to me. 
But what's more important is being the best friend. <laughs> I will be the best spouse. I will outspouse every spouse. That's when I am done, no spouse will remain standing. I will win happiness. I will win helping people. Compassion. So despite you uh, struggling with wanting things from people (laughs) and spending time... Humanity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually, something I really respect and love about you is that you, for the past three to five years have spent time each year pursuing some sort of goal. So one year you plan to read, I think, 52 books a year. And then this was the big one. John decided that he wanted to get super into working out. Um, And John at the time looked like he wore the same outfit every day. It's yeah. always a white button-up shirt and well, denim pants. Like, imagine like a cool like Steve Jobs, Albert Einstein, but not attractive or smart or or noteworthy. Yeah, Just and also the same white regional Oxford manager shirt. of IT at Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't firm. even have any regions. I was just the IT <laughs> IT manager. Yeah, yeah, you were. So John decided to get into uh fitness and there was a lot of failure <laughs> in that. Uh where John for a while wore the same shirt that was too tiny. The same pants that were too tiny. Yeah, I, I, like, are you re- that's a good question to dive in. Are you re- like, are you required to go through a tiny shirt phase? Because it's not that I became bulkier; it's that I just began wearing smaller shirts. And I think it was a confidence push for you. Yeah, of like, like I've been me. working. At, yeah, let me show all of it off. Uh, but there were a lot of scenarios. I think in that time that so many different diets. So many fun new exercises. Yeah. Um, and I think that your digestive system is at this point obliterated. Oh, there's, there's no coming left. back. Yeah. No, no. It's just an enzyme walking around saying, Bill? <laughs> Bill? Yeah. No! No! <laughs> Not the quinoa! <laughs> no, you've had 140 scoops of protein today. <laughs> So my what if or, uh, you know, idea, if you will, is that next week we dive very deep into the wonderful world of John and the tiny shirt at LA Fitness. (laughs) I'm down. I'm down for it. Okay. Perfect. That's it. Stay tuned. Next week. You said stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yo, stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. This is going off the rails. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.